Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for the bigger picture. We've got quite a bit to look at this week, but as far as the start to Asian trading is concerned, it's kind of subdued right now. Yeah, pretty muted going by the opening numbers, and we have lots of data, decisions, and meetings to be tracking in the coming days. And of course, we are coming off the back of a rather volatile week. We ended last Friday off a positive note, markets were up, shaking off those concerns about almost everything including the FTX collapse. Let's unpack it all with Matthew Taylor. He is the Senior Director for FTI Consulting. Morning, Matt. How are you doing today? Morning, very well, thanks. Matt, let's start things off with an overview of how markets are setting up for the week. What's catching your eye right now? Yeah, it's a bit of a disappointing start for Asian markets this Monday morning. Uh, as you were outlining, we are seeing a bit of a flat picture, the Japanese market trading lower, but only some modest gains for the other markets that are open, which is disappointing given that we are coming off fairly robust picture in the United States uh, towards the end of last week. Of course, it's a busy week uh, for us in Asia, but the outlook uh, on inflation really remaining front and center. And let's pick up there because uh, that was, of course, the reason that we saw this sharp rally in the United States towards the end of last week. Uh, with the official U.S. consumer price index print showing a moderating in price pressures. And, of course, on Thursday, we saw the Dow shoot up by more than 1,200 points. Really strong performance across a number of of these markets in the United States towards the back end of the week. And that was just consumer prices. For the month of October, still rose by a firm 7.7% year-on-year, but that was less than the 7.9% that was expected by the market. So we saw that huge relief rally U.S. Treasury yields falling sharply on expectations that the Fed will not have to be as aggressive with rate hikes going forward. So uh, to round out the week in the United States, uh, U.S. markets are enjoying the best day since June. If you look at the S&P 500 on a weekly basis, up by 5.9%. On Friday, we had the S&P up by another 1%. Uh, So that was the best week that we'd seen since June 24th of this year. The Dow was up by 4.1% on a weekly basis. Uh, and the NASDAQ was up by some 8.1%, really driven higher by those falling U.S. bond yields stateside. So that's the picture that we're setting up for. But so far, a bit of caution out there ahead of what is going to be a, a particularly busy week, not only when it comes to economic data across uh, the Asia-Pacific region, uh, but also a number of key important meetings as well. Yeah, it's going to be a big question mark if these rises by the equity markets can continue down the stretch. With all these meetings coming up, last week we had the ASEAN Summit in Cambodia. And this week, the big focus will be on the G20 Summit in Bali. Matt, what can you expect from there? Exactly. Well, this one's going to be really interesting because uh, for the first time since the US President Joe Biden became president, he's expected to meet later on today with Chinese President Xi. So this is a meeting that is going to be very closely watched, of course, given the ongoing tensions that we've seen uh, between the two nations. If you go back, of course, under the previous administration when it came to the issues around trade, but more recently as well, of course, the concerns over uh, Taiwan there. So this meeting is going to be very closely watched. And, you know, if there is some kind of change in the rhetoric or perhaps negativity, it could be a negative for markets out there. Uh, But of course, we did have the East Asia Summit wrapping up at the weekend in Cambodia and President Biden saying there at the conclusion 
of that meeting and ahead of the G20 in Bali that the United States will continue to compete with China and speak out over its human rights record, but also stress the importance of peace in the Taiwan Strait and ensuring freedom of navigation in the South China Sea. So this meeting is scheduled to take place later on today, so we'll be watching that particularly closely. Uh, Closer to home as well, the Australian Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, is also expected to meet with the Chinese president on the sidelines of the meeting, and this will be the first time uh, in several years that an Australian leader has actually sat down and met face-to-face with the Chinese president. Yeah, man, lots of meetings. They could create headlines. They could steer markets. Let's look at some of the data out this week and the decisions that we should be looking out for from central banks. Exactly. So it's a busy week here. And I mentioned, of course, the issue around inflation will be front and centre. We have two big central bank meetings in Asia this week. Uh, On Thursday, this is uh, out of Indonesia and also the Philippines. Indonesia is tipped to increase interest rates by 50 basis points, while the Philippines is expected to increase by 75 basis points. And this one's interesting because it's already been well flagged to the market. The governor of the Central Bank of the Philippines suggesting uh, the other week that a 75 basis point hike is what they'll deliver, essentially matching those moves out of the Federal Reserve. However, given now that we've had this moderating inflation picture in the United States, uh, will the Philippine Central Bank live up to the expectations that it's been, uh, of course, suggesting out there to the market that it will hike by 75 basis points to, you know, really combat inflation and uh, keep a lid on price pressures? Elsewhere, a bevy of data out of China as well this week. Uh, we get these ones every month, but key retail sales data, also industrial output numbers. These ones are due tomorrow on Tuesday. There's expected to actually be no growth in retail sales over the month, and industrial production is also expected to have moderated. But with China moving to relax some of those COVID measures, Mm. as you were talking about, easing, of course, quarantine requirements at the end of last week, there is some hope that that may provide perhaps a little bit of a kickstart to the economy. So these numbers, of course, will be backward-looking, but will we be able to, I guess, draw a line in the sand then when it comes to weakness that we're seeing in things like retail sales again of course ahead of perhaps a little bit more economic activity in china uh, with things potentially opening up a bit more yeah investors will be digesting the rescue package for the property sector and also watching out for all these signs come from china this week plus the g20 summit where u.s president joe biden will be meeting up with his counterpart xi jinping so all that come out this week a great wrap-up of what's to come by matt taylor he is the senior director for fti consulting matt thanks for your time this morning thanks very much before acting on the information on money fm please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives financial situation and risk tolerance to listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.